on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans, talking everything Southampton. Welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 37th episode of the Saints Prime Podcast. It's with me, Ollie, joined with Mary, joined with Jamie, Jamie, and I'm joined with Mikey. Mikey. So, I normally ask how you're doing, but... We'd obviously talked yesterday for the reaction. Um, I'm still a bit ill, so my voice is still a bit croaky. But again, it should be all right for next time we talk. So should be good. Um, should we just go straight into questions? If we've... Yes. Bosh, we'll go, go straight into questions. We've got three questions today, all from the main man, Dan Hurst. The Hurst. The Hurst. Six. Let me just pop them up. Just discussing you know, possible transfer targets, possible... Uh, just, just things building up to the game. So the yeah. first one was: Do you agree if Shane Long scored on Wednesday, he would have had the perfect game? Possibly, yeah. But I think he still had a pretty much a, a, well. He had a brilliant game for what he had to do, and he completely filled his purpose for what he had to do. So uh, I mean, a goal would have topped it off, but I still think it was a brilliant performance from him anyway to be able to uh, play that position. Did exactly what uh, Ralph probably asked him to do. So. Yeah, it would have topped off even more, but I still think he did brilliantly in that game. So, yeah. Your guys' thoughts? Yeah, he's never really like in one-on-one with the goal. Like That wasn't really his job to be the goal scorer. That was Danny Ings' job, and Shane Long was part of the duo that forced mistakes and held up the ball. I never, I can't remember him having like a clinical ch- chance, not like the Watford game where he missed two quite clear-cut ones. But, yeah, he had a good game overall. Yeah, true. Uh, Mikey, I know you sing Shane Long. Shane Long's background. There's a Shane Long shrine in the background. (laughs) Yeah. I I, do. Yeah, no, he played very well. Um, Did what he does best, really. Not score, but he caused defenders lots of problems. Everything else, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Jamie, your thoughts? Yeah. Okay, right, moving (laughs) on. Uh, Next question. Solid. (laughs) <laughs> We've been linked with Aaron's in the past. What, what do you think about Aaron's? You know, Max Aaron's from Norwich. I really liked him. I thought he played quite well for for the whole team. And I, I was thinking about it during the game. In fact, if we should sign him or not, we'd be known for signing young, um, not quite there yet players and progressing them on. Mm-hmm. Which position so, does he play? He's a right. Right back for Norwich, and I, I was looking. I was thinking last night, just after our podcast, like, would there be any Norwich players that I take, and none of them I would take apart from Max Owens. I've got to honest. Campbell. Campbell. I don't think he. Timo Puki wouldn't get in over Dan Ings. I don't really think he, he would suit a. No, but if, a we, top stay, if not, we keep a, a, a two up front, those two could be very deadly together. True, but I'd pref- I'd still prefer to. I still prefer. Our options. He seems like a B Tech meet you. I don't think he'll do the job next season. Like, if you know what I mean, he's a bit of a one season, one season ones. Someone clipped that. Well. Someone, someone clipped that, everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That next season's podcast, Harry Tizard. And uh, for Cantwell, we hardly played in the Championship this year. So he's done well to come through and play a lot of games this year. Mm. But there's nothing. I, I don't look at him and think that's a very special player. I think, yeah, he's, he's quite good. Whereas with Max Aaron's, we need a right back, and he he definitely fits our philosophy uh, for yeah. players to sign. Okay, 
Well, Cantwell is only. Max Aaron's has actually looked that impressive this season, not defensively. Att- attacking wise, yeah, but we we've proven with Cedric that even with an attacking fullback who is good with the attacking things, he is caught out defensively and he is targeted. Mm. And I think a lot of the times we did target a ball to the left hand side for Shane Long to run onto because we know how caught um, Max Aaron's was up the pitch. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He definitely has a lot more to develop. But I know that United have been linked with him as well. So I don't know if he'll end up going to a bigger club than us. Mm. I, I yeah. think Valerie's probably better than Aaron's anyway. I'd like to see Valerie continue. That's very Big shout. Yeah, Big shout. <laughs> um, oh, so you, you've obviously projected that then, Tiz. What, what, what's your thinking on that? No, I just think it's a, it's a, um, it's a big shout. It's oh, so you agree shout, with Mikey then? No, I'm just, I'm just saying I think it's a big shout. I'd probably say Aaron's. But it's, I'm just saying, it's a big shout. It's a hot take, as they say. You're saying YouTube. a big shout, please. Right, okay. it's, it's literally the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, yeah, I, I don't really have too much on that. I think you guys summarised it pretty well. I think he's he's a, a kind of a, a bright spark, but there's still a lot of uh, developing he does need to do there. And although, yeah, we have, we've got players who are good attacking-wise, but defensively is where our issues have been to get that kind of complete right back, so... Yeah, would it kind of be a step forward or would it be a kind of sideways step? I'm not sure. I think he's got he's got room to grow and he definitely can progress into a very good fullback, but he needs to learn the defensive roles as well. So, yeah, I, th- I think maybe if he goes and beats back up to Trent at Liverpool, I think he could fit that role very well because Trent is a very similar player in the fact that he gets caught out defensively, but offensively he's very good. So, yeah. Uh, well, there we go. Um, uh, next question, Tiz. Uh, the final one wasn't really a question, but more of a comment. How good was Stevens on Wednesday night? That man is really turning my head. <coughs> I thought he did well. He's a man yeah. on fire, I would say. He's very yeah. passionate about it. His reactions after the game also are very excellent. I like to see it so much, Trenta. I just like to see the passion from the players I haven't seen in the last throughout this whole season, and he's really shown that passion and pride to wear that Saints shirt. Yeah, it's true, and that is so refreshing to see that they're you know they're not being discouraged. They are working hard and getting back in the team and showing that passion that they've clearly still got. It hasn't wavered. They do want to get back in the team and show that passion. So yeah, it's a good sign, I think. Hundred percent. Yeah. Any other your guys' thoughts? Seeing Stevens, anything you've kind of noticed that has changed in his game? Slam Jack Stevens. Always, always slamming. Always criticising. Yeah, Mikey. 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 Mikey's his main defender. Mikey's always I'm been back in the front. Steven. He used yeah. to defend Mike Stevens more than Stevens. That was the irony of the joke, yeah. everyone. That was. But you didn't deliver it very well. Yeah, I thought you were actually telling the truth. Like, I thought you were I mean, saying you it. You should seriously. look into being a comedian, mate. <laughs> okay. Um, That's poor. I don't know where we go from here. What do we do now? Oh, that's just the end of the question. So, shall we, shall we look against or look forward to our very difficult task against Newcastle yeah. at St. James's Park? Yeah, of course. So, we've done our immediate reaction to the Norwich game. So, if you are interested in that, click the original, uh, the original one, the podcast before. We've got, I think it's about 45 minutes of our reaction, what we saw there. But, yeah, we're going to just uh, focus on the actual Newcastle game. Um, kind of go through 
you know, formation thoughts? Because uh, one thing we did mention last episode was the change at the back. Will we stay with a four? Will we go back to a five away from home and continue our pressing style, which has been, you know, quite effective away from home playing that five at the back? Do you think we'll stay at stick confidence to have four or do you reckon we'll go back to the five, which has been fairly successful on the road? Yeah, I, th- I think we'll stick with the four because I think Newcastle possess less attacking threat overall than Norwich, or at least a very similar amount. Like They do have Alan uh, St. Maximan, Joe Linton and Alan Moran, but those three haven't really produced us all this season. It's been their defensive players. So as long as we stay stay awake at the set pieces, I, I don't see any reason why we why we change from the four two two two. Yeah, that's a good point, Mikey. What, what do you reckon? Um, well, Almiron got his first assist on the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, um, he, he assisted for Jetro Willems' uh, first goal. Um, so danger man. Um, so Sorry. he. Uh, yeah, I think we should stick with four two 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 or four four two or whatever formation yeah. you want to call it, because it it seems to be working. The players seem to be getting more confident each game that they play with it. Um, we've now conceded four goals in three games, which is I think one of the better records we've had. So, oh, great. <laughs> uh, so we're not conceding as much. Um, yeah, I and it's also quite exciting to watch. You've got the two up front. Ings isn't as isolated as he has been, and yeah, it, it looks good. So yeah. Far. Obviously, Newcastle's a tough fixture for us. We've previously in history we haven't really played that well up there. I mean, we've um, won one in our last fifteen up there. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that was uh, Elliot scoring a double. Uh, yeah. In oh, that era. Twenty fifteen. That yeah. really nice yellow kit we had. I wish I bought that. Mm. It, was, it was on sale. I don't it think it was was on sale. sale. I feel like your Bufal shirt is, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, what do you think the game plan is from the off? Will we continue to be attacking, or do you reckon we might have that little bit of a cautious mentality going into it? I think, I think you have to. Because yeah. we've shown how poor defensively we can be this year. And against Watford, when we didn't start quick, Watford grew in confidence. And then as yeah. soon as Watford... Like, it seems like whatever team scores first in most of our games, they then have the confidence to take the game. When we scored first against Norwich, we took the game to them. And we continued our dominance. But as soon as Watford scored against us, we sort of went into our shell. We didn't. It didn't. It took a long time for us to actually come out of it. But I think yeah. you have to start fast, try and get a goal early on, and then we can just continue to grow and try and keep our dominance on the game. Yeah, um, Tiz, you, you were going to chip in. What's your thoughts? <laughs> oh, uh, I wasn't, but now no, you say it. Um, yeah. yeah, I think similar to what I said before, set pieces are probably going to be very key, both defensively and offensively. Uh, a lot, a lot of the goals that we've scored in recent times, or just, oh yeah, in in recent times overall, have been from set pieces. But the majority that we've conceded, and probably Newcastle's biggest threat, is from those set pieces as well, or one of their biggest threats because they score goals in multiple different ways. So that's going to be the main the main point of the game. But what I'm concerned of is we either have a good first half or a good second half. We don't have we never, I don't think I can remember a time apart from the Arsenal game that we've had a good both. So that's my only sort of niggling feeling. I'm a bit like, mm, I'm a bit yeah. unsure about that. Maybe it's changed now. We've got two wins on the bounce, more confidence flowing through us. You know, Newcastle will play again tonight against Sheffield United, I believe. So mm. 
it'll be interesting interesting to see how they do from that game. And yeah. that, that's the sort of, because they're playing tonight, we've got one extra day rest. And I don't know how much of an advantage that is, but I'd rather have a day more than a day less rest than the uh, opposition team that we're yeah. about to come up against. And uh, I'm going to tune into the game tonight, partly because I have nothing else to do, but partly because mm. I want to see what they're like. I want to see mm. if there's any anything there that could pose a danger to us. And, you know, also could be an interesting, you know, if they end up losing away to Sheffield United, it means they've lost drawn and then lose another game potentially that would be a, a, a sticky bit of form for them to try and dig out of so I think both teams are kind of quite close in the fact that they won, they won two games in a row and drew against City I think so yeah. in the last couple of games they've had a decent couple of results but if they start to kind of tail off a little bit and we're on brilliant form you know two back two home wins on the bounce Hopefully there could be a little bit of a, a conference difference, a conference, a, a confidence difference. There. So, yeah, I think you, you know with the Newcastle fans you're going to get a passionate support, but yeah. you get they already don't like Steve Bruce. They don't like the way that Steve Bruce plays. So if we start to dominate and they don't start playing, they could get quite angry, quite aggressive very quickly, and you know yeah. how certain atmosphere can get because it's happened down at St Mary's over the past couple of years, when fans do get aggressive yeah. and don't chant, they start booing. And yeah, it doesn't help the team. So that that's if we take the game to them for like the first half an hour, they start not making chances, the fans are going to get annoyed and they're going to get rowdy and then hopefully that will help us and not help them. Mm. Well, I think... Thing that I'm looking forward to is not facing Jose Perez as well. That's that's what I'm looking forward to because he he's always seemed to be their main threat when he's when they've played against us. So now they don't have him, and now they've got they. Joe Linton's good, but one he's only scored once, and two he's very he's an isolated striker. He's not, you know, when he was playing at Hoffenheim, that was very that was a very attacking minded team under a very good manager in Nagelsmann. Now Steve Bruce isn't quite as attacking. And that's probably seen by the lack of attacking goals. You know, I think they've scored once from one of their strikers and the rest have come from midfielders and defenders. So that's that's something that could work in our favour. They've scored 13 goals in 14 games. They they haven't scored a lot this season. Their their wins have all come from strong defensive performances instead of, like, attacking. Like, you look at... Like, I think their win against Tottenham, they were pretty much back against the wall for the majority of the game. And it was one lucky chance that sort of nicked through a couple of Spurs players and it fell to job into feet. Uh, Matty Longstaff's long range banger against United. Like, they've all been moments of, like, they've all been spectacular goals that they've scored. They haven't yeah. worked a chance. It's either been scruffy set piece or a long shot that's gone in. Yeah. And they. Selby's against City, the second mm. one. I'm going off what they uh, they did previously against Man City, which may not be a great indication, but they had five at the back of that game. Um, Yolin's in the the one up top of the uh, on his own. Um, we mentioned it previously in the Norwich game, in the fact that it looked like we targeted specific weaknesses. So play, playing for set pieces and getting balls into the box using Ward Prowse seemed like we did that using um, a high line and pressing higher up the pitch because. Norwich have, uh, you know, struggled to uh, keep clean sheets. Which specific parts of the Newcastle game do you think Hassan Hutter will look to directly uh, 
attack. Are they without Shah? He's, he was on the bench last game, so he might be back. I'm not 100% sure. Because uh, yeah. if, if they do go for the same formation, I know Mankio isn't a great right wing back. Um, and also Paul Dummett's always got a mistake in him. So like those are probably the two areas to target. But I think Steve yeah. has done that quite well because he split them. So Mankio is at right back and Dummett's at left centre back. So is it Mankia or Yedlin? It might, or is it, was it Mankia against City? Oh, fair enough. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, in their, in their last, I believe it's three, uh, in, a, in a lot of, I'm pretty sure most of the season they played five back. So, yeah. it looks like, yeah, uh, Steve Bruce to kind of counteract that that uh, shaky defence. Uh, he's he's put five back there to try and contain it like that. So, as we, we've seen it ourselves with Southampton, if we can use that extra man in midfield to try and uh, dominate the play, then fingers crossed we'll be able to uh, you know, uh, take the game to Newcastle and try and grab some goals and a result. Um, so Yeah, that's kind of overall uh, line-up wise. We sort of saw some good performances again at home. How would you change it or what wouldn't you change? What, what's your kind of thoughts line-up wise coming into the game? Good if, question. If Valerie's fit, I'd like to. Sorry, Jamie. If yeah. that's yeah. I would like to. Um, I'd like to see him start over Cedric. Yeah, I think I would. Uh, yeah. I'm very happy to keep it the same. Yeah, Harry, your thoughts? Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. I, I, I'd agree. I'd agree with uh, Marky's fair. Cedric's got absolutely slated on Twitter, and probably, probably rightly so. Even though, even if his mind's in it, you know. It's it's the fact that he did come out and say that he was going to leave, and now his performance aren't backing up the fact that he did. He's still committed. So yeah. uh, if if Valerie is fit, because he wasn't even on the bench last time out, I'd certainly play him at right back. Because mm. I think we can probably risk more of our our fullbacks this this time out. We could probably push them push them a bit more forward now that Newcastle won't counter us that much. Yes, actually, no, to be fair, they'll probably counter us more but they won't get as many opportunities. And if we force them back, force the ball into their half, they'll really struggle. And so I think, yeah, I, I agree. Keep all the same apart from the fact that I want to take Cedric out and put Valerie in. Yeah, that's true. And do you think Shane Long warrants uh, a start up against Newcastle again? Or do you think it's, again, a, a chance for fresh legs and someone else to prove themselves? Mikey's looked at it straight up immediately. He obviously did have a brilliant game. Do you reckon that uh, his play style will work away from home as well? Yeah, uh, I think so. I yeah. think also the lack of pressure of the fans will also help him as well. It's true, yeah. Um, you know, if you can have a good start against Newcastle, get the get the, the home fans to turn, like you said, Mikey, it it could really benefit us. You know, them walking back into the dressing room half-time, booze ringing. You know, it it kind of uh, make it backs up their thoughts about the uh, the performance, doesn't it? So he also scored up there a couple of years ago. Yeah. Do we know what uh, Bufal's chances are against Newcastle? Do we know if he's still a doubt, or is there a chance he can be back for Newcastle? Okay. That's a fair point. He, he uh, was on the bench, wasn't he? So I think yeah. he'll probably be on the bench again because Redmond yeah. did a game to be dropped after he he did mm. look a little bit more like, direct, more of a threat. Yeah, yeah, he did I look more sprightly this time. Though. I still wasn't convinced. I can't yeah, remember. It was, it was, I can't remember a specific time when he's beaten a man or he's taken a shot on that's challenged the keeper. If Bufal's fit for me, he's probably in line for a start. If he is fully fit. Yeah, that's true. Um, Can I ask one question now? Go on. Yeah. Um, is Vestergaard just been dropped or is he un- is he injured? 
I think he's just been drops. I think we've got a clean bill of health, but he's just been flat out drops. Yeah, I but think. I think you did, there's yeah. no point changing at the moment. The, no. the pairing we've got on the back seemed very strong. Um, I, I haven't really noticed too much between the pairing. Is there? Do you think there's one that stays and one that goes, or do you reckon? Because obviously Stevens is much more comfortable on the ball, which allows us to kind of have that that confidence playing out the back. Do you think uh, Stevens closes down and Benarek's a sweeper? How do you reckon they play that role together? Um, that's a tough question, really, because I think Vestergaard, yes, his height. I Yeah, I do. I do appreciate this. Um, the duo we got now in best in um, Benarek. It's not Vestergaard, man. Benarek, I said, God damn you. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough choice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, carry on, carry on. Yeah. yeah. That'll be fine. Carry on, carry on. Tizard, what do you think? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, you said absolutely nothing at that point. You went, that's a tough one. Tizard, your thoughts? Stevens does seem the one that push, pushes forwards more, yeah. if anything else. But I think it's probably just rotationary. I think it's a, they are going to be in the back two for a long time not, not a long time in terms of the season not in terms of years wise because they're both they're both playing well Bednarek's cut out the mistakes that he's made Jack Stevens has responded to the mistake he made against Watford and he had a good performance last time out so I think yeah. it's I think yeah it's just a comfortable think, back two I think it's a benefit the fact that Stevens is good on the ball because if he does close and wins the ball he works almost like a, a defensive midfielder in the fact that He's so comfortable on the ball. Uh, somewhat, one of the centre mids can cover in case of a breakaway again, but being able to play out from the back from your centre-backs is just so so pivotal in the modern game because it means he's picked it up in midfield if he's pressed. He's now got the ball and he can distribute it either out wide or to a player into space. And it means we're not having that issue of play breaking down straight away and it's being lumped up top. We do keep possession, retain, retain possession. And we're on the front foot straight away. I think that's a, that's a real benefit that Stevens possesses to the side. So yeah. Mm. So yeah, line up. Are we going pretty much the same then? Is that do you want to keep it exactly the same apart from Cedric? Is that your kind of thoughts? If we've got if we've got a clean bill of health, yeah. to completely take out Valerie and take out. Oh no, sorry, take out Ooh. Cedric, take out Redmond. But I think it'll stay the well, same. Oh, you might see Redmond out. I think I think Redmond would be. I've... I still think Redmond. You could give him another go. I think we found in the state right now where he's still not quite easy, very much better off being uh, impacted up around 50 minute mark, yeah. depending on how we're doing. So I think we have a good chance again against Newcastle. I think Ralph knows that. So I don't think he'll start um, Bufal straight away just, just because he knows if he comes on, if we are maybe a goal down or goal yeah. up, he can bring him on either way and he'll be able to push for the second goal or get an equaliser. Yeah, I think Resman's not been poor, but I just I think that would just give Resman a bit of a kick up the backside to say you've got competition here. Yeah, that's show, true. Show me what you're worth. But I think I think Jamie's hit hit it spot on in the fact that Redmond is fit at the moment. Why? Why is that? <laughs> I'm I appreciate it. Um, I, you know, Redmond's completely fit. Buffal is a bit of a doubt, and so far this season we've seen Buffal play well coming off the bench. So, um, you know. It's a test now to see if he can play well from the off. But we know Redmond will have a decent game. He can change the game. So if you know if he's in a good mood and he's he's getting chances, he can change the game. Um, and if it's not going right, he could come off and uh, Buffal comes on and offers you something different. 
a more direct approach. He's got skill. He can take on players. As long as he uses the uh, the space once he's in and beating his man, he can be really effective in, in finding a, a, a final pass. I think if he does choose to do it. No, you keep going. It's fine. No, it's fine. I've finished. Okay. I mean, also, uh, uh, you, you even—I think you said this yesterday, uh, like on the last preview. Yeah. That um, you wouldn't want to see Boufal start because you know that he won't work for the team, but you know that Redmond will. Like uh, Boufal would do the work rate, do the defending. I think Tizard said this. I, yeah, yeah, I said that's why I'm glad you didn't come on for this when we were two one up. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm glad you didn't come on. See, so I'm getting now getting nine extra points from. Abraham off my bench on fantasy football. Oh right, I uh, I did. I put him last on my bench. I didn't think he was going to play. I thought it was, it was only three days. I didn't think it was going to make that much of a difference. He plays and gets called an assist, so that's my uh, that's my punishment, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, go through formation. Do you want to do predictions quickly? Oh, my voice is completely on the road. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you want to do predictions? Probably... Two nil victory for the Saints. Uh, I am nil. going for drum roll, please, Tizard. No, because that will ruin the sound quality completely. Um, right. <laughs> sure. but yeah, I knew Mike would be the one tapping. Flipper day. Yeah. <laughs> something, <laughs> something's never. We, we're all in different places, but some things never Probably change. Right, so so never I change. haven't done it since you shouted at me before that <laughs> tapping. So. Uh, yeah, my seamless yeah, editing. I, I haven't done it since then. I am going for everyone a two-one. Jamie's going for a two-one. Okay. Uh, Mikey, what are you going for? 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. Oh. To who? Southampton. Yes. Southampton FC. They're both for the greatest team. I, I can see. Yeah, do, do I go heart and keep it positive or do I go head? You know, because I don't, I don't. Do whatever you think is the right score. Ooh, you'll be wrong. <laughs> okay, I hope I'm wrong then. I think... Uh, Newcastle at home. Um, I I I don't want to be negative, but I think it, it could possibly be a one one all draw. I think I think it could. The teams could maybe just um, kind of stalemate. Not a particularly disappointing uh, <laughs> a disappointing game, but more the fact that uh, Newcastle are very defensive and at home. We don't want to overcommit ourselves. I think we might it might kind of peter out to a one all draw. So. I know it's not ideal, but uh, I, I think that's, that's the most likely thing to yeah. have is a draw. Because but... Newcastle are good defensively, we're not. But then we seem to just score goals at the moment in different ways, while Newcastle are quite one direct, uh, one dimensional. So yeah. you know that we'll have a slip up at some point, but we might be able to get, get a chance, especially with the form that Ings is on. Yeah, that, there is there is a yeah, chance he will score. Yeah, is there any other things you guys are kind of um, thinking of or anything like that that you're kind of uh, thinking towards the Norwich game? Norwich um, game, Newcastle. Not specifically, because Norwich and Newcastle are very similar in quality, so there's sort of like the same sort of. I've got the same feeling. It is away from home, but I do have the same feeling that it'll be a slog, but we'll get through it, and hopefully we will get three points. Yeah, it's true. Um, so, is it? Uh, do you want to kind of wrap up the Newcastle bit there? We can have a little look at fantasy um, and uh, talk about things like that. Uh, I don't know where Mikey's gone. Um, he's, he's just bounced. Yeah, do you want to... What name is that on his stage? That's Sermon. 
Yeah, yeah, he's seven. Yeah. Do you want to have a quick look at fantasy then? We've kind of covered the uh, Newcastle. I just took Marnie off of my captaincy. He would have got me thirty-four. But I I put Vardy on, and he got ten overall. So it wasn't it wasn't the worst thing, you know. I think I got fifty-three points with two players left because by the time we're recording, two Sheffield United players down played in Lee Smooset and Lundstrom. So I'd imagine Lundstrom's going to get another fifteen points because he seems he seems like he (laughs) always gets a lead. If you haven't got him, what are you doing? Uh, but yeah, I've got Ings, got me nine as well. Yeah, I've got Ings in, uh, Vardy captain, uh, De Bruyne, Son, not getting any returns. Uh, Mane obviously fifteen points, highest scorer. Pereira got me seven points, so again, really perform- good performance from him. I've got Kelly because he's just like my backup player. Yeah, same here, so. uh, um, yeah, he got six. Pope got one because they obviously got battered by uh, City, and uh, I've got Cantwell. He's going to come off the bench for two. Abraham is last on my bench there with twelve points, which is really, what really, really annoying. What he's fair. not, he's not thought about that at all. I did, well, I thought I'd rather have players that are guaranteed to play rob than. But I should have risked it, shouldn't I? He's a good player. I should have risked it. So I risked it last week with Abraham. He didn't play. Yeah. So now I, put, I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So I put my number one bench today. Thankfully, didn't come on and play. So he's right. Yeah. Come off the Newcastle game, extra twelve points to my forty-five. I already have. Very nice, very nice. I, I, I very much risked it with Abraham. Yeah. I had him as my captain. What? He got 20 points. Wow. That is. So wow. I'm on 66 at the moment because I had Vardy who scored, Madison, Mane, Pereira who got seven. I got Mount to come off the bench uh, who's already got six. And I've still got Henderson, Byrne, and Lundstrom to play wow. tonight. How many points, Mike, can you say? I got sixty six with what three sixty six plus six and Crazy. three players to play. Yeah. Wow, that's that's brilliant. I've had a very good week, and yeah. it's weird because I don't usually have good weeks. So, so where's that yeah. bounce you up to overall in the fantasy league? I, I don't think it's updated yet. I think. Oh no, it has. I'm sixty first now. I'm, I'm glad to say that Ollie's gone down sixth place. And I, what, what's, up, what's this gang up on me? Why is he <laughs> slipping down the table? You love to see it. What? Jamie's what? 107, but he's triple figures. Oh, right. Okay. Wait, you're, I'm 108th. Oh, Tizard, you love to it's, see it. It's getting close. It's getting but, very uh, close. Yeah. I think things will definitely change uh, for t- tonight because you've got Arsenal playing as well, so people will have a bad me hanging yeah. in there. Okay. I've got all red arrows. Two so. points behind you. Arsenal in the worst form in the league. I think they're three losses and two draws in five games or something like that. Aren't they? Yeah, but they'll batter Brighton, I'd imagine. Nah, clean sheet, nil nil. <laughs> Dan Burke gets the six points. <laughs> Mikey, what's as... happening in the fantasy league? 61st. 61st. We need know. to listen a bit more, Jamie. Listen, Jamie. Underdog FC with King up front is zero. Jeez, Mikey. Yes, because yeah. King's injured. Will you even get Kelly to play in the end? Will he come on, Dragon? No, Kelly's third sub, mate. There's no way that he's coming on and playing. Well, unless... Burner. Unless everyone's <laughs> injured tonight. <laughs> and yes, they unless will be coming on. everyone's injured, yeah. you will be going to do, Scott. There you go. Is there, is there, it's been a bit of a short one today, but is there anything that you guys can kind of think of? Oh, Let's beat those baggies. Yeah? Hey, what? Yeah. Magpies. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do me. Okay. Um. Oh, dear. For goodness sake. 
And um, I think that's where we should end it today. We should end it there. So um, we'll have a reaction after the Newcastle game. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not going to be able to watch it. I'm working Sunday, so I won't be able to watch or listen to it, unfortunately. But you guys will be watching, listening. I guess you know. Depends how much coursework I've done at the, at the time. Right. Again? It's a Sunday on. Uh, oh yes, boys. I'll be coursework three. It's not at. T- it's not on Finish t- uni. No, two p.m. Two, two yeah, wait, so it's on two pm on a Sunday, but it's not on TV. Not on yeah, because because um, Newcastle play today, they yeah, don't right. have it, so they, they need more than two days to let rest. Oh, okay, fair enough. So that's right. Um, but yeah, so uh, you guys can stick on Dave Merrington and Adam Blackmore, but yeah, you you guys will have to take the the brunt of the uh, uh, the uh, sure yeah the, the commentary because I, I haven't I won't be I won't be able to see the highlights before we talk You'll about take it. Yeah, I take this as uh, I can I can go to an ex- obscure game as well and comment. Go to Burton under twenty threes or something. Oh no, the game that I went to yesterday was different gravy. It right, was six guess. five yeah. in extra time. What? The team were four one down at half time. Uh Leeds Development College based in Derby <laughs> versus Mansfield FC under nineteens. It was oh, it was God. a crazy. It was probably the best game I've ever been to. Not the best quality, just it was mental. And it was freezing <laughs> at the same time. Just, you're a madman, my friend. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, um, we'll probably have. What I'll do is I'll probably do the reaction thing like we did last time, just to just to get your reaction straight after the game, where we can read for a couple because I think that worked quite well. What did you guys mm. think? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we'll do that. So give us your reaction straight after the Newcastle game. Obviously, it'll be dependent on how the actual result goes. So, but there were, you know, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, we'll read for it. Really and uh, for... yeah, give right. our reactions to the game, see what we think. And uh, yeah, so it is. Uh, how can they give their reactions? Saints Prime on the Instagram after the full time whistle, we'll put something out and then you can put something in the box. I don't know what it's going to yep. be. Probably reactions. Yeah. Or your thoughts or simple things yeah, like that and we'll read the best of them through and uh as soon as it go live so it'll probably be, be monday morning but as soon as it does go up um it's, uh, put notifications on for saints twitter which is at saints prime pod and uh yeah uh links to your favorite podcasting host not not the four one of the four of us your favorite host as in a provider so spotify uh itunes all of those you can uh, go straight to the one you prefer. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, it's been me, Ollie. I've also been joined by Harry. You have indeed. Yeah, I've also been joined by uh, Jamie. Yeah, you have been yeah. joined by me. I have, and I've been joined by Mikey. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you again next time.